welcome to Professional Idiots, a podcast combining our need for work and our want for entertainment. I'm your host, Chris Flynn, joined by my co-host, Aaron Simon, and producer Brad. How's it going, guys? Yeah, you know, not bad. Welcome back from Vegas, Aaron. It was hell. Never go to Vegas. And if you like Vegas, then there's something very wrong with you. Also, tell us, what'd you do? Um, I worked, and... Alright, so, like, you know, I got in early, uh, the Sunday, and went hiking out in the desert, and that was fun, and went to, like, this kind of ghost town sort of thing. Uh, I think it was, like, Nelson Ghost Town is the name of it. And it's basically this, I, I think what it is, is this guy just gets bored and collects junk and puts it out in the, the desert. And it's pretty cool. And, uh, it was, you know, neat in the, in the, in the sense that you're looking at kind of a, uh, post-apocalyptic looking thing. Uh, so did that and then looked at some abandoned mine shafts. And that was really nice and I enjoyed that. And then went into the strip itself and that was horrible. It is a glorious celebration of excess and greed and I never want to go back. You sound somewhat surprised. Well, no, I knew it was going to be that way, but I just didn't... I I wasn't prepared for it to that scale. So so it sounds like this is more of a you problem, not a Vegas problem, is Uh, what I'm saying. It's it's a me problem in that (laughs) it's not Vegas, it's me. Me, Sounds like someone had a bad stripper. Well, obviously that was part of it, too. I mean, she died. So that kind of colored the whole thing, but uh, you know, it's it's just there are <laughs> there are places some people should not go, and I should not go to Vegas. And uh, if it had not been for work, I would not have gone. But there you go. In other breaking news, uh, water is wet. Uh, the sky is most frequently blue. Right, look, look, motherfucker! It's not like I, <laughs> I was saying I'm looking forward to this trip. I think I made it clear to everyone I told that I was going to Vegas that I was not excited for this. Did Did you play any of the casinos? Ah, uh, no. Uh, I was at oh, I was at the Encore, which is not a fun hotel. Did you drink at all? Yeah, I drank. But to excess or no? No, not to excess because I didn't have enough money to drink to excess. Mm. Coffee was four fifty. Coffee. That's about what it is here. Just a drip coffee is four fifty in Kyoto. No, uh, I get the expensive stuff. Snoto. Snoto. Now I renamed it. I put the papers in yesterday. Your, your bad puns entertained me. I'm glad someone did. My my wife just like stared at me for like a long time and took her ring off. <laughs> I mean, both responses are correct. I'm glad someone appreciated it. I th- it took me like – I stared out the window and I, it just came to me. And I'm really proud of that. As if a voice from the blue. No, no, a voice from the white, Aaron. Get it right. God. I'm really off. I blame the snow. <laughs> we got eight inches here, and the city shut down, so I blame that. Hey, you know what? I'm actually excited. We are no longer in Hoth right now. It oh, is shit. like it's like mid 30s, and it's wonderful. Damn! So that's like summertime for you. It is. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was in. Uh, yeah, like Vegas was in the mid fifties, and I'm walking around in like short sleeves, and thinking, "Man, this is this is fantastic!" And everyone else is bundled up. Quite pleasant. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about here is that like once the first you know like flirtation with the thirties comes around, everybody brings out the 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 heaviest of duty. You know, you're like thousand dollar parkas you see people walking around in, and you know, like basically giant sleeping bags. But then the opposite happens, and you know, the end of the winter when yeah you know, it finally cracks back above thirty, we get you know shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, no, eh. oh, the Midwest. <laughs> it's an odd, odd place. Well, how is it? How is it in January, and then Kyoto and Portland have snow, but Chicago doesn't? We have none. 
I mean, we literally have no snow. Wait, really? I thought you guys got snow. So it's just cold. It, yeah, it was cold. We got some snow. Then it warmed up and rained for like a day and a half. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, there are like the big, gross, gray mounds of snow and parking lots and stuff. But like, no, yeah, no, we're we're snow free. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I have to go out and drive every day for work. What so about your talk that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get another one next winter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you shouldn't cut it when there's only two inches of snow. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, did you see Star Wars yet? No. Damn it. That's Sorry. What? How am I the last one here? What the hell? Because you're it, you. It yeah. came out. It came out like the same day. Actually, hours before it came out in the States, it came out here. Yeah, so last for, week. for once. Yeah, well, I mean, looking back at the weekends, I'm not terribly surprised. Maybe this coming weekend? I don't know. So are we going to talk about it, Aaron? Like full spoilers? Um, full spoilers, yeah. they get the plans. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Aaron. Sorry. You said full spoilers, uh, and I just, I, I went with it. I, I don't think you'll care about this spoiler, but I was really surprised they included Jar Jar. You know, I was too, but I gotta say, they made him, they really sold Jar Jar, and, uh, Oh, the effects came a long way from like, they episode really one. Did. And, uh, oh, that's good. I think the, the change from whoever that original voice actor was to Idris Elba was a good shift too. Yeah, I mean that, that fits because now he's, he's a Sith, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Great reveal there. Mm-hmm. Good story, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do what we can. Yeah. We don't, we don't have a lot to work with here. No. So, so here's the thing. I, I have our second paragraph here outlined that's less <laughs> pertinent now that, you know, we're two weeks past New Year's Eve. But I also refuse. We need to have at least one episode where we don't use the T word. So I don't want to use the T word. T word? So can, we, can, we, can we talk about oh, New Year's? Oh, T word. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about New Year's. I'm, out. I'm happy with that. I really don't want to address that elephant. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, New Year's was, yeah. That was it. Yeah, I mean, I had a, the. I think I was thinking about it this this year, as I was coughing up a lung at the uh, the train platform. I think one of my one of my favorite New Years in in recent history was probably when I was in Chicago. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, but normally I don't really do a big thing for New Year's. Like I just kind of hang out and play board games or something, and that's what I did this year, and that it was nice. It was just. Uh, sick and had been watching a coworker's cat for two weeks, and I don't know if you guys. Dude, you guys stop watching cats. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but cats are like they—they're nocturnal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, they like to play at two o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah, I, yeah that's I, why you keep them outside. Yeah, uh, well, I know that, and I forgot. Because actually, well, I watched a couple of cats in September, and they were fine. Like they didn't do any of that. Like they didn't do the whole "I'm going to jump on your kidneys and bat you." Uh, That's just how they show they love you, Aaron. I man, don't you want somebody's love, Aaron? I do. I really do. But like I've I've had cats for most of my life, and they all none of them have really done that. Like Sable, Sable wouldn't really engage she wouldn't get into play mode that often uh pepper would just kind of stare at you and then you would pet her and then she would be all right with that for 10 minutes and then wander off and then uh that's yeah that like they were both really relaxed cats and this one really wanted to fucking play at two in the morning so what I'm getting at is I didn't I didn't have any sleep and I was just tired. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Brad? What'd you guys do? Uh, we went to my wife's family and then uh, 
we played Mahjong all night, Woo. which is really fun if you don't know how to play. So were you guys at like a synagogue? Were you playing with the with the sisterhood? No, just a family. I mean, what, what kind of image do you have of mahjong? Yeah, that's a, that's that, that's like a thing. It's a bunch of like at least every every synagogue I've gone to, like a bunch of old Jewish women love to play mahjong. What what kind of mahjong are they? Are they playing like? Uh, I, there's I two types of mahjong. mahjong. There's like the old Chinese game, and then there's like the computer game. No, the the, the old Chinese game. How did I didn't know there was mahjong in the states? Yeah, dude. I don't know how to play. I don't. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Look, man, the Jews and Eric, the Chinese Eric, are, are great friends. You Jeez, seem to have really. You seem to have really touched a nerve there, Aaron. Apparently, I did. <laughs> no, did no. You feel I, put I, out, Brad. Just the no, no, no just the. Are, uh, are you feeling out of the loop? No, just thinking about mahjong. Fucking mahjong! Like, I hate mahjong. Well, because like I'll learn the I'll learn what to do, and then I'll try to like go for that goal. And then I'll do the exact same thing I did that someone else did that that they won, and they're like, "Oh no, you didn't have a point, and you can't do that." I'm like, "What's a point?" <laughs> you no one said anything about points, and then like, "Yeah, there's points," and I was like, "Okay, okay, I, I've learned points now." And then I'll like learn points, and they'll be like, "Ah, oh, that that's not enough points." I was like, "Wait, there's different <laughs> levels of points." Like, <laughs> I don't understand what I don't understand. So, are you sure they weren't just like messing with you and playing Calvin Ball, but with Mahjong? That's that's what I like. I told Yumiko like about Calvin Ball because I was like, that's what it feels like. It feels like Calvin Ball. And I'm serious. I told him. She's like, what's Calvin Ball? I was like, it's you know the whole. It's from Calvin Hobbes. They basically make up rules as they go. And I'm pretty sure that's what your family is doing. <laughs> it really. I mean, that's. That's what it is. And then there's also, yeah, there's also a singing competition that everyone in Japan watches, like women versus men singing competition. Oh, okay. And uh, that was hilarious because, like, they have, like, an internet vote, an audience vote, and a judge vote. And, like, the uh, internet and audience vote was, like, 90% men. And so they're, like, revealing all this information. Like, the men win 90% of the vote. The men win 90% of the uh, internet vote. The judges, three judges voted for women. And they're like, women win. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I was, it's the electoral I was, college. I was so sure it was like a Japanese language issue that I just didn't get. And I like asked my girlfriend, I was like, what, what, why did the women win? You're what, you're what now? I was doing so well. I'm two for three. <laughs> and in baseball, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So let's. Let's look at it from that perspective. But yeah, my, my I looked at my wife and I was like, "Why did the women win?" And she's like, "I'm not really sure." So no one will ever know. So it just sounds like every competition in Japan is Calvin Ball. Yeah, just anything that you pay attention to, Brad. Or yeah, I I don't understand what's going on. Japan is basically just Calvin Balling you. <laughs> you know, instead of gaslighting, it's Calvin Balling. If they're paying that much attention to me, I'm happy. But uh, yeah, and then we went to a temple the next day, and that was that's that was my New Year's. I got great luck. I bought a chicken, and inside that chicken was great luck. Oh, wait, 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 what? Uh, Yeah, a little confused. Did you gut the chicken right then and there? It's a uh, it's a um, ceramic chicken. Ah, it's uh, it's year of the chicken. I'm aware. Yeah. So we uh we got we bought a cute little ceramic chicken with a fortune inside. It's a big deal apparently. And you I, wanna, you might want to start your story next time with that, rather than we got a chicken and inside of it was luck. I I like the way I did it. I think that that is very clear and. <laughs> And the audience can kind of paint their own picture without I getting zoned out. What are we detail. talking about? I heard chickens, and then the KFC is having a sale. Oh, cool, man! That, you gonna go yeah. and get some chicken? Yes. Yeah. But anyway, I have great luck this year, and and nothing can stop me except, uh, I guess, everything. But <laughs> it's the first time I've gotten good luck. So let's see if that helps the Packers win. 
Oh, no, you're gross. Way to date the podcast, Brad. Yeah, I know. Well, I oh. mean, it, nobody knows yet. Like, it, it could... It's going up tomorrow. No, you dated well, the Tuesday. podcast. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday. <laughs> well, it's oh, Sunday God. here, so... Oh, over. God, time! <laughs> yeah. I'm really dating it now, so i I got to get that up. Oh, no. <laughs> it is 4.49 p.m. Pacific Standard. So, yeah. yeah. So how about you, Flynn? How was your New Year's? It was good. We, uh, so my wife and I started actually dating on New Year's, so we always try and go out for a, a nice dinner on New Year's Eve, whether it's just the two of us, or this year my parents actually joined, which was surprising because normally my parents are, you know, in bed sleeping by like 9.30 on New Year's, so uh, they came out, and we went to a restaurant called Duck Duck Goat, which is, uh, Aaron, we went to the diner that's part of this restaurant group. Oh, the, it's all, the goat thing? Yep. Cool. It's all owned by the, the same uh, chef, and she does, I mean, tries to include goat when she can, but it's just higher-end food, and this is her uh, Chinese-themed restaurant that was outstanding. So it's Chinese-themed. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just it's Chinese food. Oh, okay. But, high, but like, higher-end. And so the the best two things that we had were duck heart and duck tongue hmm. in two separate dishes, which was very surprising. I, I can't say I would have expected to enjoy duck tongue as much as I would have. Huh. Gross. Yeah. It was so good. I'm going to vote with Brad here. That's gross. Oh, yeah. No, I, I fully agree that it sounds gross, but actually eating it was delicious. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I got some news when I was in Vegas that I'm going to Bangkok in May, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, I need I need a list of gross things that I should try and then report back with. And uh, Durian, no. <laughs> <laughs> I second Brad. No. <laughs> you have to do. Oh, it. You have to record it too. <laughs> so you can put it on our new YouTube channel. Oh my god, what if I, uh, I'm, alright, you know what, I'll think about it. I will think about making that great sacrifice for the podcast, and I have, like, months to do this thinking, so. Oh, what have you done for this podcast lately? Yeah, I've done a lot for this podcast. You press record. I sacrifice so much for this podcast. I set up the Amazon thing. Yeah, like a year ago. Shut up. <laughs> what? <And> shut up. <laughs> it is under my name, thus it is a, a constant thing. And occasionally I remember to post about the podcast going up. So, there's that. Yeah. Silence. <clears throat> yeah. I think you still should still do it. I'd feel better about your contributions if you did it. Oh yeah, for sure. Your contribution you would, would you would go up to third place. <laughs> <laughs> oh if good. You did that. Oh good. I hate you guys. Gonna, you love us. Don't lie. Drink my scotch. And look at the look at the neighbor's fence. <laughs> You're such an old curmudgeon. You know, I'm really not. I just like to look at fences sometimes, apparently. You like to leer angrily out windows at things. <laughs> if that's not old ma- angry old man, I don't really know what is. Um. So, hey, what about your brother's New Year's? <laughs> that's on the outline. Da-da-da-da! Transition. <laughs> Oh, man. No, so my brother did kind of the, the stereotypical go out to a bar and get shit-faced thing, and it sounded like it was okay, but just, you know, being New Year's, it was expensive, the food sucked, and, you know, you just drink kind of crappy drinks all night long. And that's why, I, like, the New Year, you came up to, to visit me, and we went out, like, 
the, the big reason that that was a ton of fun is because of the people we went with and yeah. that we just had fun yeah that, rather than you know, if, if it was just going out to a bar then that would have been different but with your when you're with people then you know and i don't know like i i haven't gone out with his buddies at all i don't really know him that well but like i just don't see them trying to make it fun i just see it kind of being a bunch of bros standing around broing out so yeah that's about all i got great segment guys Aaron, I think. Oh, hey, I'm on mute. Never mind. <laughs> I've just been talking for like two minutes. <laughs> Never mind. Well, fair enough. Us, Aaron's like asking questions, asking the questions that no one else will ask, but not listening. <laughs> you know, every week I keep thinking. This is going to be the week that I finally set up that Yeti mic, so I won't have to worry about this uh, less-than-stellar headset. And then I never do. That's Maybe next week. Maybe next week. And you wonder why you're not third, Aaron. <sighs> Doug's third, isn't he? Yep. Alright. All right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I guess horns. Hey, welcome back to Professional Idiots. My name is Chris Flynn, still joined by co host Aaron Simon and producer Brad Whitaker. What's up? Welcome, welcome back from the break, guys. Glad to be back from the break. We stressed Aaron out. I, I'm I'm so involved in in the footballs game that I was very on edge. Yeah, what was going to happen with the football game? Whatever, believable. Yeah, I you know it's uh, it's a big part of my life, and it always has been. And, yeah, well, uh, I certainly wasn't just browsing the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" subreddit. Whatever. Okay. Hi. <laughs> so this week I sent you guys over a link for uh, a YouTube channel by uh, the name of NerdWriter1. And his video essay that I, I sent over to you guys was about films being passable. And uh, we'll link it in the, the description there so you guys can watch it. And Aaron, what did you think of the video? Uh, Brad, you, you go first. I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I didn't. I was just hoping to have some more conflict. What? But let's agree with uh, it. Okay, I liked it. No, no, fuck you. You're wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. As someone who, I don't know. I don't know. You're like, I like movies. I just, I'm easily entertained. So I don't think about movies. And I think that's kind of yeah. the argument he was yeah. making, though, is okay. that... But, uh, no, the argument he was making was that there there has been some golden age of film that is now past, and we are now living in mediocrity. And that is so, so dumb. Like, I don't, do you remember walking through Blockbuster in the 90s and just seeing the mounds of trash that that had been produced in the Hollywood system? But those weren't necessarily the the big releases. Yeah, sure, yeah, there's no, a lot there of crap was, out there. Dude, there were plenty of big releases that were just, at best, passable. And, I mean, the entire action genre is basically defined by passable. Like, I love action movies, but there, there is no, no Steven Seagal film could be referred to as passable. And, like, the, the term Oscar bait is not unique to the last, you know, five or ten years. It's Oscar bait transcends time. And it's all, like, these these tropes that people love to point out and 
decry as evidence that film is dying and TV is going to replace film as the thinking person's media of of choice. I it I don't buy it. I think you're looking at the past through very rose-colored glasses, and uh, there there's a, a very annoying trend in these video essays or online film criticism to hop on everything that's a perceived plot hole or weak character and point to that as if it's like proof that this filmmaker doesn't know what he's doing and it's just it's it's a sham or whatever else and you it 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 it's good because it gets your lizard brain feeling all satisfied but it, that's all it does and i i've i haven't seen anything else that this guy has done but it, it that video just made me angry cuz i think he was just trading in lazy arguments and um, if if you if you look at if you look at my contribution to the outline, there's a nice little paragraph of all caps about him pointing out Casey Affleck's character in Interstellar, and I love Interstellar. I think that movie is a, is really really good, and I like Casey Affleck's character in there. And there's a lot of kind of conversation about Casey Affleck's character in there because a lot of people don't like the character, which I understand, but he's there to provide kind of a grounding and a representation of the world outside of this group of people who are trying to save things. Like, he's a representative of the people who are just trying to latch on to a sense of normalcy and not try to think of what's going on around them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I, okay, I kind of think of movies, like, from my perspective, which is I actually kind of worked on media and in college and the the stuff that we're doing now it's still an evolution of like i mean it's always been but it's an evolution of what everyone was doing before us it's very difficult it's a very because it's very difficult it's very expensive and because it's very expensive you have a lot of people pulling it in different directions and i think that's why it doesn't why well, i guess why it comes across as passable but it's actually pretty yeah. freaking incredible that you're able to get anything done all yeah all these people together and, and have something like i mean i believed i mean when i'm in like rogue one for example it pulled me into the world like my brain is like i'm i'm watching this interstellar war and this is all real like i don't think except for the cg like the yeah. character Starkin. That yeah. kind of pulled me out, but, yeah. but ignore that for a second. The rest of it was, I mean, awesome that that you can create worlds like that and display them. I mean, that that something from nothing is always incredible to me. So, what did you think about his bit about comedies in the? Because mm-hmm. that was kind of his linchpin, or at least what he la- he used to launch off. On in this uh, this video essay was uh, that these mainstream comedies, these wide release comedies that are getting released, are running off the same tropes, and that there's really no character generation right. and character moments in them. And I think again, that's kind of uh, my optic because it, really what he's arguing is that these comedies are formulaic. And to say that there is that formulaic comedies or formulaic movies have never been around or have never been in the mainstream before and that this is now the signal that film is dying is uh, a lizard brain argument. That's, I, that's my take. I mean... Uh- I, same thing with I, mean, I, I put all movies in the same category. Like they, they're all getting more expensive. Even if it's like a, a simple or what you perceive as a simple comedy, it's still you still have tons of special effects artists 
tons of like makeup art. Like everything is, it's still the same. It's just a different genre. Now, I mean, I'm not into the writing as much. I, I mean, yeah, I see a lot of the same tropes kind of come up, but I'm pretty like like what you just said. I'm pretty sure that's always been the case. I mean. Your blockbuster example was incredible. like there's so much just crap in blockbuster. Yeah, and let, let's let's give a specific example here. Every every comedy that Adam Sandler put out in kind of that frat pack, mm. in like the first third of his career, I guess, is basically the same movie. Yeah, right. No, for sure. Yeah, and they're all. After after you after you turn like eighteen and you start developing like a, a kind of a critical eye, then yeah, you realize they are in fact just passable movies, if not bad. I would say most of those are pretty bad movies. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I you know I. Uh, I mean, did they yeah, have they a, like you know a special place in you know in in my growing up and in my yeah. movie background for sure but like if we are looking at them critically they yeah. they're they're pretty bad movies but that's <clears throat> I, I i think i and i don't know why he didn't just call uh that one movie with kevin hart and josh gad bad i don't know why he used that as a passable comedy cuz everything i've read about that is like the critical consensus is yeah this is pretty bad but it's that then they they make enough money that they then greenlight either a sequel or you know yeah but that's that, that's been around for a long time dude i'm yeah like i'm arguing again that all of these film tropes like oscar bait the term was first used in 1948 about a did you look that up i i did oh, you just moved at the fourth place <laughs> yeah, and uh, the New Republic in a 1948 review of John Ford's Fort Apache ends with the sentence: "Postcards are supposed to be sent through the, sent through the mail, flashed self-consciously on the screen. They look like Oscar bait." And then it it appears throughout the rest of you know the, from then on. And I, 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 this sort of thing just cheeses me off. It's like when when you hear arguments and on CNN or whatever about how millennials are lazier than are lazier than any generation before, or and then you look at twenty years ago and that was Gen X is lazier than any generation before, and yada yada yada. It's just arguing from the present perspective and allowing yourself to give over to nostalgia for something that was never there. But we can all say millennials are the worst, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, without suck. a doubt. Yeah, no, they're awful. I wish we could be more <laughs> like the baby boomers. I wish we could be more like Mongolians under Genghis Khan. Yeah, those were the days. Mm-hmm. You didn't have <sighs> passable movies then. Yeah, everything was just mwah. perfect. But um, I think I would like to thank you for sharing that that film because that got me nice and angry in the airport. No oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to do: was piss you off before you got on a, a small little tin can flying across <laughs> the, the western states. Good. Well, success. Excellent. So, uh, are, are you going to defend this or? No, I I do agree with him in that uh, that movies generally are pretty passable, and that we need to push or well, we should use our critical eye more often, and we should. Um, but I'm going to call you out again and say that you keep going to to passable movies, and you don't go to the good ones. Mm. I mean, you went to oh. Arrival, but I yeah, like how we've talked about this before on the podcast and there are plenty of of really good movies out there and if you are in a city like portland or if you're in a city like chicago you have a leg up and you have 
the capability. I did not see passengers in Chicago. I saw passengers. I'm not in talking about Chicago. Good old, Chicago. Good old Knoxville, Tennessee. Chicago is definitely a wide release movie. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Green Room, which came out earlier this year, and I think I recommended on the podcast. Yeah, you did. I'm talking about The Witch, which I think I've recommended twice on the podcast. And uh, Silence, which was exceptional, and you guys really should see it. Um, Brad, you, I, I really want to see your opinion on it. Uh, As, it comes out, I think, January, I, I sent you the poster, I think, yeah. January 21st, yeah. so... Well, like, as, as someone who's living in Japan and as a Christian, I, I'd, I'd like to see what you think of it. And, it's racist. Okay. Alrighty <laughs> <And, laughs> then. I, I, I've seen the trailers enough to know that that it's racist. <laughs> Alright, I'll tell Marty that. And we'll see what... Who's Marty? Scorsese. Marty Scorsese? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, so like, like in in these kind of big markets, uh, or at least markets that are willing to try and get out and get these limited release movies, uh, you have the opportunity to see the the movies that are way beyond passable. One might say good movies, and uh, yeah, I mean the, sure. the the I think the critic the criticism that could be that is more that I would say is more valid is with the distribution system that you have with Regal and just, you know, these large chains. Yeah, AMC, Regal, AMC, what's the Regal, other one? Carmike. Uh, Carmike. Uh, I know there's there's got to be more than three, but I, and it, it's, it's, you don't have a lot of choice and they're all, they're run like megacorps, so you're trying to get the surefire movies that are going to get the most butts in the seats. And Silence is not going to get a lot of people to go see it. Green Room is yeah. not going to get a lot of people to go see it. Moonlight is not going to get a lot of people to go see it. And What about uh, what about Hidden Fences? Which one is that? Is that is that, that the was one the, that, was the ter- that was the terrible uh, white whoops from the Golden Globes where they Mashed together, hidden figures and fences. Oh, I mean, it was a total accident, but you know. Oh, that's a sad thing. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I knew, it was like hidden figures. I knew that one, and then fences is the one with Denzel Washington. Yep. And I didn't know if there was just sometimes you get like those weird little bits of serendipity where you have two freakishly named. Two movies yeah. that are named very similarly coming out at once, so I didn't know if there was something called Hidden Fences that I didn't know about. But, that would have been good. I should have let that go for longer and let you really... Uh... Really just <laughs> dig, dig myself into a hole there and just like, oh, I don't know who that one is. Like, who's in that? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, where were we? What were we talking about? <laughs> well, so I, why I brought the video up is that I did see Passengers and that... Yeah. Passengers was meh. It was not bad. I mean, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence are good actors. They are fun to watch do things, but that, that's about it. it. There's not a whole lot else to it. The twist in large, generous finger quotes was not very exciting. And you could pretty much call it beat for beat the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is supposed to be the big Christmas release. Well, yeah, that it I, these kind of marketing choices boggle the mind. Yeah, because you have like Arrival. I think is a much better sci-fi choice. Uh, I, I can go ahead and say you can drop the think, Aaron. It is a no. Well, I mean thematically for like a Christmas movie. Yeah. Then, because Passengers is about, like, weird stalker guy and creepy thing. Passengers? No. Yeah, wasn't it? I don't know. No. No, because I thought there was the thing where, like, he unfreezes her because he fell, he fell in love with her profile or something like that. Oh, he did, but, yeah. like, they, they made it 
No, it was not like creepy stalkerish at all. Oh, oh, I thought that's what they were going for. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, they made it like you know he was heartbroken and alone, rather than he was a weirdo. Oh, okay. And then, of course, she falls for him in the end. Yay! I mean, and like that was it with the movie too. It was like. They figured out the problem with the ship. The end. Oh. It was just... It was bad. It was... Not bad. It was just passable all around. It was a... Decent passable story. Andrews. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the story made sense. It wasn't very original, but it at least, you know, made sense and worked. Yeah. The actors in it were good. And that was it. But then we went and saw Arrival on New Year's Eve, and that was a ten times better movie. Yeah. Tells a much better story. It's much more interesting. Just The production value is just so much better. The direction's so much better. The writing, the actual, like, message of it all. Like, they, they leave you nothing to think about with passengers. It's just like, well, here's the thing. And, like, there's plenty of... You can have a movie that doesn't leave you with anything to think about, and that can be fine. But, like, not when you're... That's what you're striving to be, is this, like... Yeah. No, it's all about tone. Yeah. And what you're aiming for. Like, Deadpool, you're not gonna come away changed from Deadpool. But... No, you're gonna come away laughing at the stupid dick and shit jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Tone is tone is everything. Tone is everything. Have you, so, have, have you seen any of these, Brad? I've seen Deadpool. Deadpool was good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I think you just spoiled passengers for me. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, care. you don't want to. I see hope it. no one else. Yeah, no, you don't want to waste your time on it. Yeah, go see All Arrival. Right, well, go see Silence, then go see Arrival. Mm, uh, yeah, that'll Silence a, will come out first. No, that'll be a double feature. You. Oh, I did see uh, a movie uh, based off of a uh, a famous Japanese book about the guy who brought oil to Japan. And, uh, you know, I, I try to stay away from movies that have World War II in them because I'm usually the bad guy <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> so... Yeah, that, but this, my girlfriend's like, yeah, this movie's about him, you know, getting oil before World War II. So gotcha. I was like, oh, that's oh, cool. Go. So I went to see it, and like, on, uh, New Year's Day, uh, theater's packed. First scene, Americans bombing the shit out of Tokyo. I was just like, <laughs> sinking down in my chair, like, oh. <laughs> just, oh, please don't show like a burning guy running. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's when you just walk off saying, man, Canada's great. I'm so glad to be from Canada. Yeah. (laughs) How about that hockey, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Maple syrup, anyone? (laughs) Exactly. I just carry it around. Because I'm a Canadian. Canadian. (laughs) Uh. Uh, So, yeah, that's my movie experience. So any other passable movies you guys see lately that have bothered you, that had potential, but missed the mark? I don't I don't know. I, I think it's passable, but I'm okay with passable. Like, I don't know. It's like getting a C on your report card. It's fine. Yeah, it's But f- when you could have done better, Brad, yeah, there you could have so done there was better. A, there was a movie I watched on Netflix a while ago. I can't remember the name of it, but it was with Bill Murray, and he plays this this sleazy record uh, producer. And he winds up in Afghanistan and uh, finds this... I, I don't... No, she's not a Bedouin, but she's like a... I'll beat you to it, Brad. She's an Afghani who... No, like Rock this. the Casbah. Yep, yep, that's it. Rock the Casbah. And uh, it, it started off... <laughs> Brad got so excited, he broke his microphone. No, no. My microphone is attached to the tablet. Yeah, when you guys started... My headphones are attached to, to the tablet. So I, I like I went like, yes, and my headphones pulled my whole tablet. Just, <laughs> uh, 
Well, you guys started typing. I was thinking, why are they typing so fast? <laughs> Google. Because we know about Google, which you, you apparently don't. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that started off really good and then just went meh super quick and super hard. Oh, I got a, I got a passable movie. Uh, Secret Life of Pets. Oh. Really? Yeah, no, that, looks, that looks like straight up just C. I, I really like animation. Yeah, and oh, the yeah, animals' movements are great. So D. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean C as in like that's a movie. Yeah. Okay, so the whole movie, I didn't know who the main voice actor was. I, I didn't, like, I didn't look it up before. Yeah. And it sounded familiar, but the whole time I was thinking, like, this this voice is just taking me out of the movie. Like, it's just a straight voice. And then I looked it up after, and it was like, Louis C.K., and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Louis C.K. was in that? Yeah, yeah he's he was. The main, he's the main guy. Oh. I don't know if it was just, like, me or if I have a problem, but, like, I, I, don't, I don't mind. Like, Louis C.K. is pretty funny, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But... I didn't know it was him, and the whole time I was thinking, like, who, who is this guy that's just taking me out of it? Like, he's a main character, and he just, I don't know what it was. I, I can't tell you what, what it was, but it just pulled me out. Hmm. There, uh, yeah. any for you? Well, Rock the Casbah. Other ones? Any um, other ones? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, again, like, I'm pretty good about filtering what I'm watching for like something well I don't I don't know I think if if there is something that's passable that I've seen and was disappointed by I've just forgotten about it yeah because I think the the last one that I was really not happy with was Suicide Squad but that was not even that was nowhere near passable well, but that's another one. That's just they're going to keep churning those dumpster fires out. Yeah, but they're not good. They're not. They don't. They don't hit C, though. They're not. That was a movie. That is a movie that inspired a very negative reaction from me. That's not passable. That is not. Passable. But it's still going to get us another sequel. That's fine. Are you going to see? Uh, are I'm, you still going to see Justice League? I never really intended on seeing Justice League. The only reason I saw. Uh, Suicide Squad is because I owed a friend a favor. Yeah, they really cashed in a favor. (laughs) Good response, Aaron. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, real good response, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) He just started thinking about Suicide Squad and just like... Wait, was I on mute for that? Yeah, you were. I I think so. so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he like said something. I'm like waiting. Yeah, for I, was I, I was just enjoying the silence for a minute. All right, well, let's roll with that. <laughs> let's just roll with that. Now, uh, well, I don't know. What all I got for this week, guys? Let me, yeah. let me check else? my notes. Um, I'm gonna be playing the Star Wars RPG with some friends, and I'm super excited for that. Well, you better get in as much of it as you can, seeing as how the world ends on Friday. What's happening on Friday? Oh yeah. What? No, what we can't. End? Huh? We can't no. say the. We can't say the word. What the fuck is happening on Friday? What is what is Friday? The twentieth? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that is it. That's it. Fuck. Yeah, that's a that's a thing that's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. You're right. a reader mail. Did we exhaust? Did we, did we exhaust the Kyle mine? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> pepperoni, pepperoni or sausage pizza. That's what you're giving us? Um, pepperoni. Pepperoni. 
sausage. All right. You guys are wrong. That's okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> neither, uh, neither I'm just glad you didn't ask sure. and why. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to explain my reasoning. <laughs> yes. well, okay, well, so you brought it up. Now, why do you like pepperoni so much, Brad? That was because it, it de- <laughs> <laughs> because it depends on the sausage, though. Like, oh, for fuck's but, sake. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Aaron, what do you think? Oh, fuck. No, no, you're not, you're not out of that yet. Ah, <laughs> because uh, uh, pepperoni is always pretty much the same across the board. I don't have to, like, yeah. worry about what type of m- meat I'm getting. There's... Pepperoni is always passable. <laughs> <laughs> now, passable is just, like, straight cheese pizza. Yeah, that, no, no, that's straight happened. cheese pizza. No, straight cheese pizza is the choice. No, oh, no. No, I'll tell you. All right, here's my pizza recommendation, guys. Feta and diced tomatoes. Gross. No, it's great. Trust me on that. No, I eat that all the time over here. Yeah. Gross. It's boring. What do you mean boring? It's got. It's like Greek... If I want Greek, I'll go get Greek. I live next but, to Greek town. Yeah, but this is on a pizza. Yeah, but if I want pizza, it's, I want pizza. I don't want Greek pizza. Make it Greek. Why not combine the two? Because that's you're not doing either thing well. Then you're doing. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I miss deep dish pizza. Exactly, deep dish pizza yeah. is wonderful. I miss that. There's not that. It doesn't exist over here. No, we can, we can fundraise and we can send you some. Yay. Can't wait. It'll only be kind of gross probably when it gets to you. Yeah, see, uh, just be ready for the professional idiots go fund me. Mm. Just put it in an envelope. Don't even bother putting it in a box. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just stuff a slice of it in, in an envelope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I miss it so much. All right. Well, we'll throw another good Kyle question in next time. Yay! And we'll actually, like, we can make that one of our points of t- uh, of discussion, so. What, <laughs> pizza and pepperoni? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll revisit this very contentious Pepperoni topic. versus sausage. Dun, 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 Well, if any of you other than Kyle want to <laughs> hear us talk about a topic... Or want to be a guest on the show, you can email us at twoprofessionalidiots at gmail.com or check us out at professionalidiotsblog.wordpress.com. Kyle, you can add it. You can ask us more questions, too. Yeah, we'd appreciate it, Kyle. Yeah. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Right. Bye. Bye. kind of suck at this, guys. I thought that was what a happened? good... What are you talking about? That was good. Every week you say we suck at this. I think you have some self-respect issues to work on.